Party yeah. is good on both ends because some days it just goes. It's good yeah. one day and it's good. It's not good the next. So I always check it and make sure. Yeah, tonight it's about tea and water. Mm. Yeah. The last episode it was two. I don't know what beverages I had, but um. Plus, I got finished a, another nice workout, so. Oh, that's cool. It's cool. Cool. The endorphins episode, are going. Episode one hundred and seven, first and Frenry's podcast. Just a been a pretty good week for me, anyway. Uh, back because we were supposed to be here yesterday. Had a couple of things I had to take care of. Got that out the way, so that's great. Um, couple of family issues I had to deal with, but. Nothing, nothing major, nothing bad or nothing, but you know, you just got to do your own thing when you know sure. real life pops up, right? Exactly. So, today, um, we're gonna be talking a few things about these playoffs, a couple of coaching changes, one that's still in the air. Um, we're gonna talk about Clemson LSU when they play later on next week, and we're gonna talk about David Stern live on YouTube and Twitch. You can also catch us on um, iTunes and SoundCloud if you're listening to us when we're not live. Um, it's always a pleasure to have people come through and listen. I always have a, it's a pleasure to have people um, to download the podcast. Uh, so it's all love on every end. Um, myself, BF Baller, also DJ81, Bill's Fourth. The crew is all together, and we're going to give you a big – um, not a big one, give you a good quality podcast. First and foremost, we'll go with the um intros. Bills, what you been up to? Same shit, different week. Um, you know, just music shit, nothing major. Okay, okay. Nothing major, nothing going on. DJ, what about you? Well, I was back on that state of the K2. I had the live stream in place and first and frame rates. And a fuck you to the two that two people that dislike the uh, stream to start off. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I, I appreciate them coming through. It, it, it garners engagement. They did the same thing on my video, so I, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, so I, but I had two people at least keep the chat lively. Doug Thomas was there and um, and uh, 3D printing. Is a, a unique sub. I don't think he comes here. He definitely came through for State of Decay too. Mm -hmm. They have quite the community over there, so I'm, I'm actually merging with them as well. And um, been focusing on improving my own body. So been working on the TRX suspension trainer. Got through another grueling workout tonight. And uh, yeah, I'm preparing my body for the war because apparently World War Three is about to pop off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just keep it, just keep informed of what's going on in the news. It's just, it's crazy. I'm not trying to keep everybody down with that foolishness. Um, we're, we're not here for that. We'll keep everybody upbeat and try to get away from the dumb shit. As far as I'm concerned. Oh, um, Smitty's here. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Smitty. What's hey, what's up, Smitty? You? Long time no see. And happy yeah. New Year to you too. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I haven't seen him in a while. I haven't heard from him. I hope everything's good. I might need to call him and check on him. Check your phone within the next couple of days, Smitty. I'm gonna give you a call. Um, on my end, um, getting this game room together. I got the second PC hooked up. It is up and running. Got everything good there. The operating system in that one. So I have my second PC up over here to my right. Um, I got everything else I got hooked up. All my consoles are hooked up to two televisions. And I got my more recent consoles hooked up to these monitors up here. So everything is going great in this game room. I kind of got it finally like how I want it. I'm about to move my games over towards the uh, 
the consoles and the TV, so I don't have to go behind my couch to get any games. But so, um, like I said, everything is going good up here. I'm enjoying it. I even got a little area for my son to chill out and play and, and watch, you know, YouTube because he likes to watch his nursery rhymes or he'll watch some basketball or football I'm watching. And it's just good up here. Even the wife can come up here and chill out because I'm about to move all this over here and put a bed over there and she can go to sleep while I deal with all my shenanigans. How about um, she be a guest one day? No, nah, I ask her. She'll probably tell me to fuck off and go back upstairs. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she, she 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 likes the YouTube thing, but she thinks what we do is not in her. It's not in her realm. She likes to do her. She likes to do her own thing. If it ain't got nothing to do with makeup and cleaning and uh, baby stuff, you know, that's up her alley. But as far as her talking about video games and sports, she'd be like, "Um, y'all talking about the Broncos?" Uh, no. <laughs> if it ain't about the Broncos, you like, yeah, go do, find something else to do. Hell no, we ain't talking about them whole-ass Broncos. Right, yeah. right, right. You know, like, I mean, I respect them. You know, that's my wife's team, so I ain't gonna disrespect them, but we don't talk about them. I respect the her. I, I respect her, but fuck them. So, uh, <laughs> nevertheless, we're gonna talk the about Broncos. Right. We're gonna talk about the coaching changes. Not many. It's a lot less than I thought it would be. Well, the um, big one was in Washington. <laughs> well, as of right now, yes. I mean, there's a couple many more big too. things happen in Washington. Is they it, took out that ping pong table too. Got rid it, of that goddamn annoying ass. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how ping pong tables annoying, but okay. I mean, well, sh- shoot. If you listen to the interviews after the games that they would get blown out, and you hear that ping pong table in the background, yeah, you'd be annoyed as well. Well, I mean, for the players, I don't think it is, but that's, that's another story. Yeah, but they were better at ping pong than football. Well, I mean, that's how it is sometimes. People are better at other things. Um, what well, then they get paid to play ping pong. <laughs> right. well, I mean, well, well, I mean who, who's making the shot? Who's making the calls on that? Well, Rivera's in the, in the organization. That's why they got fired. Right. <laughs> we'll see if that changes. Nevertheless, well, it did yeah. change. Yeah, <laughs> it, hasn't changed, it, it, hasn't, it hasn't changed yet. Your players are still there. But so we'll the ping how... pong table is gone. That's all no, that matters. Well, no, it doesn't. They need to yes, perform. It does. No, it does not. They need to perform on the field. It ping starts pong or not. there. The culture the changing, bro. The culture's changing. All right. CKB three's hip. The culture's changing, bro. Um, I mean, it's changing, but I mean, all right, whatever. Ravens Nation got it right. Now, I wonder if y'all caught on to that, but that's another another issue that that's a part of it. Well, Ravens um, Nation, no shit. Um, right. you know, uh, if you have a couple of other, if you have a couple of other, uh, couple of other moves and changes, it you know, a lot of things will shake up. It's a good thing that the Redskins did make that change. I think Ron Rivera would be really good for the organization, um, as far as you know, you know, just getting back to football. Um, nevertheless, I don't, I don't think he's a great coach, but he's good enough to get that team where it needs to go. It's definitely in the right direction. I think he did some good things in Carolina. So um, I think the sky is the limit. And uh, I will just see how it goes. Um, who else lost their job? The Jed, the Giants coach lost his job as well. And yeah, not really caring about that too much. Um, JC Garrett's whole ass finally got – well, I'm sorry. It's, yeah, it's they still hold. Yeah, no, it has no. not even official yet. But, but yeah. that, and, that, and that's what's getting me is the fact that they're like, well, they're not gonna like the wording they use to say he's not coming back is some of the most fucking Bro. politically correct bullshit language I've ever read. I've never seen them say well, the coach will not be involved in the organization going forward. He's fired. Bro. Like, bro, so, like, bro, 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 who who are we talking about here? But we're the thing is, about Jason Garrett. That's who. No, 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 no. Yeah, but. 
who are we yeah, really who talking worded about it that way? That's no, the it's, thing. Not, it's not even that. Like who it, the buck stops with who, bro? It's not. That's not the point that it stops with Jerry Jones. The point is, like that's I said, the, unprecedented to see that bullshit. That's language. the reason. That, that's the reason why all this is going the way it is. If it was another, if it was another owner, his ass would have been going probably three seasons ago. That doesn't. Wait, that doesn't take away the fact that was bullshit language to, to say he's not coming back. We get it. Right. He's not coming back. Get him fuck I, out. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't even know if he's not coming back or not because they already said he's not. Well, the fourth, uh, the Fort Worth like, Telegram forty minutes ago just said he's still a coach. Well, so, they said I mean, he won't be returning this year, as in they're not re-signing him. His contract is up on the 14th. He's not coming back. Okay. No, and so they come out and refute that. I that's mean, what I'm, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Jason Garrett is still a coach based on the Dallas newspaper. Yeah, until January it, 14th. It, yeah, they just said it 40 minutes ago. Now, you tell, show me something that says January 14th. I'm all in. But when it comes to Jerry Jones, I don't trust anything until I see – uh, Jason Garrett's in an in, in, in the unemployment line somewhere. It, it, it's just it's just the circus of Dallas. That's just the way they are. So it's like I don't. I mean, as far as no. I'm concerned, his ass is coming Jer- back next year. Jerry Jones is, is is treating him delicately like a fucking box of damn pottery like a, or some shit like they're moving like, 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 like a, a son house. like, like a son like you don't like like he's like a son that he don't want he doesn't to treat house. it he doesn't even treat his son as good as he treats his bitch jason garrett well he did, like, he, he did the same thing to tony romo he treated him as better than his son but, i mean but wait, like, what are we but, talking about but, but hold on hold on hold on hold on the same thing was done with wade phillips uh remember it took it took a long while for wade phillips to get fired from uh dallas I didn't take it. No, I don't think it is. It's not as bad, but they took a little long and waited. Wade Phillips didn't deserve to be fired. Right. But but even that was a circus. Yeah, but it's worse now because it's like, if you know he's not returning, you just say, oh, well, January 14th, he's not coming back. We're not going to re sign him. Well, big fucking whoop. Fire This is the thing. That is 11 days from now. Why would you say that on the 14th? He's fired. Just let him go. But that's what I'm saying. That that's that you're making my point. That's what I'm saying. It's like I've never seen this dumb shit before, where it's like, whoa, on the fourteenth oh, when his contract wait expires. A wait, wait, wait a minute. What? I, I know what it has to do with. If you let his contract expire, it kind of has that same feeling as a regular employee. If you fire them before their last day, then they can collect. They can try to collect something. I don't know what the case would be in the NFL. Now I'm about to say, is it, does that pay my plot? It could be that it because his contract runs out. His contract runs out. Well, he does, the Dallas doesn't owe him anything. I think you know, just also got to understand this is the state of Texas. They might have different laws, but, but yeah, I have no idea. I just so I think he just don't want to fire his sorry ass. Yeah, it's I don't think kick. he wants to fire him either. I'm, I just want to. I think they just want to say, well, mutually on January 14th, he's not re-signing. We're not taking him back. Boom, boom, boom. That's I think that's what they want to do. It's more sort of optics, I think, than any financial situation. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, because it's just like, oh, we didn't fire him his contract right now. Right, and, right. And, and again, it fits with the language that you that you don't yeah. <laughs> that you hate because like, it's just like get to the point. Just let right. It's like we know his ass ain't coming back, but it's like you you want to sit and let it fester until the 14th, where it's like, well, you know, we've had a good run and we didn't necessarily fire you. You didn't quit. We're just gonna go our separate ways. Like, man, get out of here with that. Well, and then and then you also had the the Browns. You know, Freddie Kitchens is gone. I mean, that that was Which almost that was, expected. Yeah. Right, that was almost as expected. Yeah, yeah I mean, but the shocker was the GM being fired, though. That that was that was interesting to me because, um, like he put together a good team. Uh, he put together a damn good roster. 
Yeah, he did. And Kitchens just wasn't the right cook to make all those ingredients work. In my opinion, I don't think it was Dorsey's fault. No, I don't think it was. I think he was a scapegoat in the end. They had to have somebody to blame. Kitchens was the obvious first choice, but then Dorsey, it seemed like they're like, well, we'll just clean out and start over. But, I mean, damn, it's like. So as of, as of right now, you got four people that are probably in, you know, potential coaches over there. You got Josh McDaniels. You also have Mike McCarthy, Urban Meyer, and Eric B. Enemy, Chiefs offensive coordinator. See, McCarthy would be interesting. Um, McCarthy would be a really good fit. Oh, I don't yeah. really buy into the KC coach only because I think Andy Reid still calls the plays, so he's just kind of the, there. The problem with my, coordinator. The problem with Mike McCarthy too is his plays are still predictable. He he gonna have to switch some things up because that's what the, that's what really got him out of the Packers. Like you know, they were running plays that defensives knew like for two years straight. As a Patriots fan, I like to see McDaniel's go there because I, the first time he was a head coach, he had some success. I want to see how he does. Um, you know, I don't, I don't want him to take the reins here without Brady being here, and Brady's gone this offseason. So, I would like to see McDaniel's go somewhere with some talent, and yeah. you know, I think the Browns might be the place. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think with all that talent, I think he'll flourish very well. Um, Urban Meyer, I don't know too much about that because I've never seen him in the NFL, so I don't know how that. Yeah, he work. was close once, but never really. Wait, shit. Wait, did he? Yeah. No, I don't no, think not he, that, no, not that. And maybe he has. He, was, he was close, but I don't think he ever actually coached. In no, I said maybe he has, but I don't remember. Yeah, because the last two was uh, was was Saban and uh, Spurrier, I believe. And I think there may have been one more that was coaching in the pros and then went right back to college. Right, right. So I don't, I don't see anything there that'll say like, okay, this will work um, with Urban Meyer. So it's it's kind of it's kind of hit and miss. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. Um, but I don't know. Um, in other words, uh, what do you think um, with the Cowboys job? But like, if, if some, you know, what kind of coach they need there to actually be um, relevant? Because I mean, the Cowboys could slip, could fall back really easy if they don't get the right coach. And not only that, if that coach is not listening to Jerry Jones, I mean, they're going to have to do that. And, um, you know, it, what kind of coach? I'm not saying what which coach, but what kind of coach? Well, I mean, I, I thought Kellen Moore should have been promoted. Hmm. Um, he's had a lot of time in the organization. He played back up there for a number of years. Right. I think he would have been a natural choice and just try him out and see how that works out. I think the players like would like playing for him as somebody that they're used to. But, I mean, I don't really see what coach would work there unless they were a pushover. That's funny because that would be a quick progression for him because you're talking about he was just playing just, what, a couple years ago, playing a couple years ago, moving, and then he got he, he got yeah. injured, and that ended his that pretty much ended his career, right? And then you know offensive he's the offensive coordinator, and it's just like I think that may be too much too soon. Give him, I say, give him another year wherever he if, if they get a new coach and they don't retain him, right. give him a couple years as a coordinator and yeah. ele- then elevate him as coach. Not saying the Cowboys, but wherever he goes, um, get that time spent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think he, he has a decent, I don't know, I say a great offensive mind. I've seen some of the plays that he ran in Dallas. They actually worked for the most part. They did pretty good. Until Jason, Garrett, until Jason Garrett went and took the damn play call and duties back, you saw how conservative and shitty they were down the stretch. Right, right. So I think he'll be 
think he'll be okay, but I think you're right, DJ. Another year under the belt, I think he'll be fine. I think the problem is is that that you have somebody like Jay Jones who wants to be in football operations so bad. It, it may be a job that nobody really want to touch. I mean, you got to think about everything prior to Jason Garrett when you had the Wade Phillips and you had the Bills Parcells. And, you know, when you run guys like that off, it's like he was like basically had to have a yes man and – now it's part two. Like, well, do you need another yes man now? Because I don't think he learned his lesson. I think he's going to still ha- want to, you know, be in football operations. I don't think it's going to be the best interest for the team. Well, there's one learn. guy that's out there. We all know where that who that guy is. Jay I, Gruden. I would. I would. He hate, is sitting out there for uh, Jerry Jones to take. I out. would hate that. That'd be a disaster. Person, it would be. But if he's the ultimate disaster. yes man, he he'll do yeah, whatever I mean, Jerry to ask him to do. I mean, so. we're not. I mean, with that being said, we're just gonna have a bunch of more, you know, other shows just talking about how bad the Cowboys is and not praising teams that are actually good. But shoot, you know, you, you you know, how they, every single week you know, that happens. I mean, I, I, me personally, I'm just sick of talking about the Cowboys. You know, that's just personally, it's just to me, it's like, I don't think I'm not going to say they're relevant or irrelevant because these shows make them relevant just by talking about them. It's nothing to talk about. You have other teams that are here that are better. Yeah, it's cool to celebrate because you're the rival. I get it. But I mean, there's 32 other teams that are, I'll say at least 17 of them are more interested, interesting than them. But if you're you thinking know. about it, this uh, this particular subject, we're talking about coaching changes, and they find themselves in that realm. They found themselves in that realm for the last few years. They should have got. Mm-hmm. A, they should have got. I'm just saying, they're not 32 other teams that are thinking about changing their coaches right now. We're talking about teams and their coaching changes. So Dallas just happens to be middle to like below 500 almost every single season with the same coach that has been ineffective each and every year is getting worse and worse and worse. So yeah, when you're talking about, when you're talking about coaching changes, I get it. I was just looking at the whole umbrella of just talking about them in general. Hey, you hear it all the time. Yeah, but it comes, you know what I mean? I'm like NBA, like all sports have that one or two teams that they always talk about. Absolutely not. Not as bad as the Cowboys. Not as bad. Yeah, because not as bad as the Cowboys. Not as bad. That's not true. That's not true. Give me a baseball team. They talk about as bad. The Yankees, Yankees. Red Sox. Are you serious? No, 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 no. You don't pay attention. Not as bad. You don't pay attention. Yankees. Not as bad as Sox. They talk about the Dodgers. Not as bad as they talk about them a lot. No, no. Let me tell you how bad it is. In hockey, they talk about the Bruins, the Penguins. Let me tell you how bad it is. They will talk about them throughout. They'll talk about them as far as the teams in that season. The Cowboys are still on TV when this motherfucking June. It's so the The Cowboys. No, but here's the thing. No, no, no. Here's another thing, though. And that's the thing. The the baseball season being June, and Cowboys get more play than the Yankees. But But, what I'm saying is when you're football-centric, of course you're going to hear more. Okay, okay, if you're you're football-centric. If you're multi-centric like I am, you're going to hear all of it. It's not even just that. It's the fact that the reason that – a lot of these teams that you're talking about that don't get talked about as much as the Cowboys, the reason you don't hear about them as much is because of the fact that baseball is not nearly as popular of a topic as football is. So, of course, you're going to hear about the Cowboys year round. They love to talk about football, but it's not it's more the Cowboys than the Yankees. Who you hear about is relative to the individual. Yeah, it really is. 
Okay. All right. Just, just I mean, just, I see. Just, just, I, I, I tell you what. I tell you. I tell and you what. Thing, I tell man. you what. I tell you what. I tell you what. And I don't want to promote this because they got a lot of they got a lot of views and, and, and a lot of listeners. Just go and download First Take or download the the um, subscribe. Because you got Undisputed. a freaking Cowboys fan on it. Right. You ever done that? That's one source. Now, 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 now go to now uh. go to now go to. I'll talk about those two. Now you go to the other ones. They do the same thing. Okay. It, 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 Here's I mean, my it, thing. Me, I, I'm, I'm not saying that the other ones don't get talked about. It's just the cowboy stuff is nauseating because it's like nonstop on these on these networks. The cowboys are only nonstop on the networks because things happen with the cowboys clearly way more than they happen with the Yankees in the offseason. Baseball has a, a relatively quiet offseason. They just okay, do. I, I got a That's question. more than the think, nature do, of the do, sport. Do, do you think it is as bad as other football teams in the NFL? The Patriots. I think the Patriots should be talked about more than the Cowboys. I totally agree with that. I don't think they should be. I, I think the Cowboys should be talked about every bit as much because they give us things to talk about. How bad? See, this is what I'm saying. You're saying how how bad every bit as much. Like they're like under other. No, teams. what I'm saying is I'm saying as far as how much press a team should get, I think is not based on whether they're good or bad. It's based, it's based on, on what on the they give us they to talk about. I, I don't think it's necessarily what they give us to talk about. I think they know. I think these shows know that who's watching, and I think you, that's what they do. I think it's based on how boring those shows would be if they talked about each team evenly and kind of like there's always well, I mean, one I mean, team, one or two teams that people like to talk about because they I give you the most to talk I, about. I, I, I personally think that it's become that way. I don't think it is that way. I think it's because like, like, like Bill said earlier, there's a Cowboys fan on one show and there's one person that like to troll the Cowboys on another show. So I think, I think it's become that way. I don't think it's let's look at everything that's, that's actually interesting in, in the news and let's go with that. They know where their bread and butter is. But the society as a whole. Well, right, thing, right, right. The other thing is, it's not like they preconceive any of these topics about the Cowboys. These the Cowboys create these topics. Like, well, like, I mean, I mean, it, I mean, I mean. Let, 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 let's before we go to the mm -hmm. um, playoffs and stuff. Let's let's really think about that. Yeah. You 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 really think that these shows don't preconceive this stuff? I'm pretty sure no, they, they don't because uh -huh. every topic every topic that they talk about is something that has happened concerning the Cowboys. It's not like they randomly pop up and say, so how do you think the Cowboys are going to do this year? Or, or at the end of the season when they're eliminated? Well, how do you think the Cowboys are going to do next year? Everything that they pull is something that either Jerry Jones has said that's been a quotable, Dak Prescott's contract, Ezekiel Elliott's contract, how disappointing they've been during the season. Everything has been relevant about the Cowboys. It's not like they pulled them out of left field. No, I've I seen times when they pulled the Lakers and Yankees out of left field and started talking about them for no damn reason. I think, I think, I think their shows is highly premeditated probably two and three days in advance. I, I truly believe that. Well, they probably TV, are, but, yeah, for TV because but you I, have right, to right, that's what I'm saying, right, right. And, well, I, and I think I, I think it's I think it, it starts with that particular team and it circles out to other stuff. But the other thing no, is another reason why another reason why I would say that they're not oversaturated is because if you watch the NFL centric shows, they talk about the Cowboys way less than these other shows who just want viewers. I agree. I agree. I agree with but, that. But but that's what I'm saying. It's like if if their own league isn't talking about them as much as these other people, that just shows that it's not really so much that the Cowboys are being talked about more than these other teams. It's just the fact that on those shows that are looking for just strictly views, that's what it's talking about. I mean, when you watch... And that's what I was saying. That's what I was talking about in the beginning. 
Yeah, but I'm saying, but I'm saying overall, the amount of coverage that you get on the Cowboys is no different than the MLB. It's just a matter of where you find it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you might be right. Because I mean, you know how much talk I've seen about the Lakers and the Clippers compared to the Cowboys pretty much this entire mm-hmm. season. Really? I've seen, I've, yeah, I've seen way more Lakers and Clippers talk. I've seen a lot of. Uh, I've seen a lot of Philly talk. I've seen a lot of yeah. I've seen a lot of Philly talk, especially. I don't um, really see that much of uh, Milwaukee, even though they're they're top in the East right now. So because well, it's, it's Milwaukee. Milwaukee. <laughs> 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 what do you feel? I mean, they they tried to poo poo that. They tried to poo poo Milwaukee when they were damn near on their way to the finals last year. They really didn't. They really didn't want to talk about them then. And I'm like, yo, see this, and then see this is the type of stuff I'm talking about. It's like mm. when you have these type of stories that are actually genuinely good sports stories not because it's like borderline tabloid stuff right. like when you when you have good sport like like i like i said in the podcast probably like maybe five six episodes ago mm-hmm. kyla murray that's a damn good story in 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 the in the sports realm right nobody thought this kid was going to be what he is and he actually performed fairly well as a rookie that's mm-hmm. a that's a legitimate sports story but no they'll talk about him every now and then but I feel that they should do, they should do at least one episode based on him coming into the pros and actually performing. So, I mean, yeah, they had a losing season, but we all looked at them like how to, like we thought they were gonna be like the Bengals. Well, I got you one. Those, oh God! Well, you you know what those producers would, would say to you? You want to lose your yeah? It's obvious that the news, the way the news works now, is just for clicks. And it's and you make money based off well, his, and, and eyes and stuff like that. So you got to get the hottest topic on there. Well, his other thing, I would I would even go as far as saying during the NFL season and before that, we've heard way more about the Browns than we've heard about the Cowboys. Oh yeah, and, and you know what? And you know what? And the and, main and, talk and, was and about now, the Browns. Now, 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 sit back with that for a second. What do the Browns and the Cowboys have in common? Obviously, controversial players and, and controversial, and, and have not, and, and really have very little to do what's on the field. And, well, and you're, you're you know, the players right. are on the field, though, that contract. Like, uh, Odell right. Beckham, most right. of his stuff was on the field that he right. would do, I, I, whether I, I, it was a one-handed catch was, or he was fighting with they the do, field goal what, uh, post or whatever. But <laughs> what they did this year was rarely stuff that's happening on the field. They were talking about this dude's press conferences. Yeah. They were talking – you know what I'm you – Bill, you kind of see what I'm saying? It was like yeah. – it's like what they've done now has made it more tabloid-based <laughs> instead of like, okay – Let's talk about why the Browns are actually bad. No, let's talk about why they're backbiting each other, talking shit behind each other's back. But you that's know, why but, I would even argue. I would even argue the Browns is more egregious because of how yeah, much off the field shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like this, this season. Yeah. I agree. This season, I definitely agree. Um, like what um King David just put in the stream. I mean, put in the chat. Um, the Gardner Minshew is a good NFL story. Dude was a six round pick before way above his his um, expectations. I, 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 even though he's a well, he fan, got he got his time. Yeah, he did. He had, he had like what? Yeah, he got his like fifteen minutes of fame. He outlived. He outlived any relevance anybody predicted for. Well, him. the coaching staff kind of <laughs> did him in when they but brought totally. back Foles, yeah. and then you know the magic was gone, and when they tried to put it back in. But but yeah. but all seriousness, I, if you really know the backstory of. Where Gardner Minshew came from, it is like a rags to riches story. I mean, dude was playing, dude was oh, playing yeah. for Washington State, and he was about to quit football. And if it wasn't for Mike Leach, he wouldn't be in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm yep. saying. It's just like I think about the NFL season. Like when I think about the NFL season, I really like this year. I don't think about Cowboys coverage. I mean, hell, they talked more about the Jaguars at one point than the Cowboys. 
and Jalen Ram, Ram, Rams, the Rams too. The Rams, the Rams got a lot too, of talk. So, so the Cowboys, you know, I get what you're saying. It's like after they've outlived their relevance, they kind of they kind of harp is, on it. Yeah. My thing is, I think it's the fact that it's not necessarily talk about him a lot. It's just they talk about him for the wrong reasons. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like I get you that. You know what I mean? And, and that's that. I mean, that's my issue with it. But now I got one more question before we go to. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna look at the playoffs and do a couple picks. Right. Um. Jason Garrett, if he does leave the Cowboys, how well, how much do we value him as a coach? I don't think he's a bad coach, to be quite honest. I, really I don't think don't. he needs to go anywhere with expectations. That's the only thing I'd say. Go somewhere with his no expectations, like the Bengals or somewhere like that. I think if he goes to the Bengals, um, I, I think he needs to get out of the NFC East, honestly. I think he needs to get out of the NFC East. I think he needs a really fresh start and actually be in a place where he can actually do something with his ideas because we all – we. All, all, we all knew that what he was doing on the sideline was not a product of Jason Garrett. We all knew mm-hmm. that. So I really want to see what kind of coach he really is. So if he was to go to an AFC team, then you know, and actually, you know, do something, I, I, I think he's actually, I think he's a, a pretty average, maybe above average coach because he don't seem like a bad guy. He seems like he can actually, you know, motivate guys to play. It's just that we really don't know because look who his owner was. You know, so right. I'm, I'm actually kind of curious to see what he will do. Wait, um, was Jason Garrett? What was his position before he became the head coach? Was he offensive OC. coordinator? Was yeah, he was OC. He was I can see him go, uh, going dropping down and not the OC somewhere, somewhere in yeah. the AFC. Yeah. The only issue with that is that, unfortunately. It seems like every tenure that long is kind of built equally. Everybody kind of gets some sort of head coaching gig, like right after they get released from wherever they are. And it would be good to, like you said, go back down to offensive coordinator for a year or so. Okay, but wait think- a minute, wait a minute. Jason mm-hmm. Garrett Jason Garrett played football in the NFL for 15 years. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. a quarterback that. for the Cowboys. Yeah, I, I did not know that. Hmm. Yeah. But oh, he, was yeah. A, he was a quarterback coach in Miami, mm-hmm. offensive coordinator at Dallas, and ever since then he was assistant head coach. Um, and from 08 to 2010, yep. and then from 2010, he was the head coach. This guy seems like he has a pretty good football mind, he just needs to use it. And I and I think he never had the chance. To do I it think though. he needs to not have as much put on him, like uh, like you like someone said earlier, he doesn't have to go the next place he goes to has to have lowered minimal expectations. So yeah, I would yeah. say put him at offensive coordinator and just see what it comes. He can really just focus at that point. Right, I, right. I'm like, it's good to hand clap when you're the offensive coordinator, not when you're the head coach. <laughs> yeah. All right, um, pull up. Because you could be game. in the booth and clap. Right. Pull up yeah, the let's game. do these playoffs. Yeah, pull, pull up the games on Bills. Let, let's talk about these playoffs. I'm actually going to keep track of, uh, like, this week I'll – actually keep track because Ravens Nation acts about that during the season. So we said for the playoffs we'll keep track of like that's fine. You know, who wins, I guess, week to week, quote unquote. Yeah. Okay. That's that's uh, it's definitely um, easy to keep track of. We got and it's funny right. how they're doing it this year. All AFC games are gonna be tomorrow and all NFC games are going to be on Sunday. Yep. That's pretty neat. All right. So the first game, Titans and the Patriots. That's not the first game. <laughs> Ooh. Well, it's the first game Yeah, on the list, it's like the first game that yeah. I'm looking at. It's not the first game of the day. Um, hold on, hold on, what the hell? 
Somebody buzzing. It's not me. Somebody's phone vibrate. Yeah, that's my that's my boss calling me. He know he gets the dial tone. The hell I'm off. <laughs> 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 hey, um, my boss calling me. He gets the dial tone quick. You better call me Monday. <laughs> Shit, I'm off Monday. To, call me when I get back to work. <laughs> so um, we need you to come in. <laughs> yeah, you know, so uh, uh, oh, you said Titans and Patriots. Yeah, Listen, I don't, I don't right know now. who to pick here. This, man. this is a playoff game. This is a playoff game, and it still seems like it's a trap. Fuck it, for Tennessee for the upset. Okay, it, it seems like it's a, it's a trap game for the Patriots. I, 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 I wouldn't I, even I, call it a trap game. I'm I, gonna think, I think that run game of Tennessee is going to be too much for New England. Well, I'm, 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 I'm going to say this. I'm gonna say this. I don't think it. I'm gonna. I don't think it's gonna have anything to do with the run game because I don't think that's really going to be the oh, deciding factor. Hold on, 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 hold on a second. Oh boy, now the boss left a voicemail. Yeah, no, no, he called. He called for a good reason, so let me call him back real quick. You say you better bring your whole ass into work. <laughs> another, another young and crashed the truck again. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on Hello. I said the dynasty guys. Yeah, what up? Well, no, I'm sure because we can hear him. Shut up, man. Hold on. We can hear him. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Huh? He doesn't care. Everybody listening. Yeah, I, yeah, the 18th. That's what I that's what I needed off. Yeah, you know, my son's birthday on the 17th, so we're having a party on the 18th. Yeah, man. Listen, man, you called me, but I thought you needed for something else, but I wasn't gonna answer that phone. <laughs> For real, boy, I thought you was gonna need it for something. I was like, man, you have to call me Monday or something. I got my son right here too. I'm doing my podcast right now too. Man, I was like, listen, man, I don't know, man. I, you might have to leave a message or something. Yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah. I forgot, I forgot to send that to you though. All right, well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put it in the right now. All right, all right, man. Appreciate it. All right, later. I hope there's no recording laws in uh in, in South Carolina. So. Oh no, no, he good. No, 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 no. My my boss is good. I thought because yeah. in Maryland, if I would have picked up the phone, I had to get permission of the person. I would I would just mute the mute my mic. But in Maryland, you have to get permission for the other person to be recorded. Oh no, he, he, I thought I, I thought we got to change this podcast name from first and frame rates to second and scheduling or something. I ask for the day off with the truck years. simulator. <laughs> I had to um, ask for the 18th off because my son's birthday party, and I forgot to tell him about it. He, he oh, texted me and asked me about it, so it's all good. Um, but, um, like I said about the Titans, the Patriots, the, the Patriots defense is good. I, I'm not saying that they will stop the run, but they 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 can be had because the Titans run running game is so good. I oh. want to pick the Patriots because of their prestige and they're pretty good at home in playoffs, but I, I, I feel like this could be a trap game for them and the Titans could pull this off. This still is what the still pick a Patriots. Though. Oh, good. I'm picking Patriots though. So this is what I'll say. I've never seen a situation where our team is going into a game facing so many people that know our organization so well. Well, that's true. Um, you got Mike Vrabel, you got Logan mm. Ryan, you got oh, Malcolm I Butler. I forgot that he's the coach, isn't he? Yeah. Oh shit. So when you have all you got Ryan Tannehill who played in the AFC East for how many years? And he was uh, all I mean, not only that, like just like one. we talked about, just like we talked about the, the the dolphins, we talked about this what before even DJ came on the podcast. The Dolphins always find a way to get one game over the Patriots every year, and they did it last week. And you playing with against Tannehill, who was a part of those games throughout the years. They got mm. Deion Lewis. Mm. Yeah, 
who can tell them a lot offensively about how they're going to try to integrate James White. So there's a lot of caveats to this. Um, I, as much as I want to pick the Patriots, and as much as in my head I'm telling myself if we get through this first round, I think we make it back to the Super Bowl, this is a round I don't think we make it through. I honestly think that unless somebody really steps up and on offense, that is, I just, man, I, I, I don't see it, bro. I honestly... I, I'll take I'll take the Titans in this one. Yeah, this would definitely be a week a, a week to remember the Titans. So like I said, I won't, I won't Titans have, strong. Like I said, I won't I won't be surprised if the Titans win, but it's hard to bet against the Patriots at home. But yeah. I, I, feel you, I feel you on that. I, this I, just, I like, I'm, not, I'm not against I'm not against picking the Titans. This reminds me so much of when the Jets came in and faced us, um, the last time we played in the wild card game. Right. Mm. The Jets came in and trampled us at home. First right. round. See, that's just like what Ravens neighbor said in the chase. Hey, you recall one year, like 2015, the Dolphins sacked Brady seven times. It's like, for some reason, the Dolphins could be like 0-11. And if the Patriots got to play the Dolphins that week, that, that'll be the one game that the Dolphins play lights out in, or they'll find a way to beat the Patriots. Uh, it happens or, all the time. Or it'll be like that one year the Ravens went in there and beat them. So, in right. the playoffs, that happened a couple times. Yeah. So. It's just like for some reason the Dolphins just have their number for one game. Not, uh, not, throughout the, not, not throughout the division, but just that one game they just get them. Uh, mm. Poop, that's not going to happen. If the Patriots make it past the first round, I think they make it to the Super Bowl. And if they face the 49ers, I think they beat the 49ers. I don't think they lose to any team if they make it through this first round. But this first round is just – it's so important. Like – I don't know, man. I don't, I, them Ravens, man. It's hard. I, I feel you, but honestly – and I'm not saying you're wrong, but it's just yeah. damn Ravens, man. I, no, I feel you. Like, if, if, bro. if there's any team I see be- beating the Patriots, it would be the Ravens. But if you make it to a Super Bowl, like, I just feel like if Belichick and Brady make it to the Super Bowl, it just, I mean, it just seems like they figure out a way to get it done. Yeah. No, I don't see it. I'm with you as well, Pooh. I don't see the Ravens winning it. Because I still think I, – I, I don't care what anybody say. Like, the Niners. Like, yeah, the Ravens Nation, you know, y'all, y'all beat the Niners on the last-second field goal. Y'all were at home. I, I still can test this. If, if this was at San Francisco or if that was on a neutral field, y'all don't have that same success. I I, I just don't believe it. I don't so, know about that. I, I don't believe it. I don't, I don't, I don't, think I don't know about that. that. I somewhat agree with – I somewhat agree with you. You got to think about it. That was like a last-second field goal. It's not like they were world beaters. This, it's like the same thing with the – um. it was like the same thing with uh what the Seahawks. I don't know. Yeah, that that, that Ravens team is built differently than – teams of the past listen, so. the, listen the 49ers and the ravens are basically built the same except for lamar jackson they're and basically that's built the, same the difference and you see what happened they won well, they won on a field goal at the last second it wasn't well, like here, here's the other thing the other thing is the fact that when you look at the seahawks and the ravens offensively and you look at how the 49 the 49ers basically went in there and i don't say shut them down but when they really needed to they made a big stop on the road um, that team is very battle tested already, and they beat the Saints, the Raiders. I mean, the Ravens. Yeah, they beat the Saints. So I mean, and and, and, they, and the time that they lose, they did look the times that the the Forty ers lost their games. They lost a field goal against the, the Seahawks. They lost on the last second um, touchdown by the Falcons, and they lost the last second field goal to the Ravens. It's not like 
you're about to go in there and just say, okay, I know that the 49ers want to lose this game. It, it, and, it's just not like that. In Ravens Nation, here's another thing you got to remember, bro. I know you're riding high with your Ravens. I, I feel you, bro. Be a fan. That's great. You got to remember, every week now is a one-week season, bro. Right. These teams are coming in. You are not going to be able to run the ball the way you were doing it during the regular season. You're yeah, not. Everything's going to be tighter. Those receivers playoffs. are going to have to be able to get open. And, and, and against this, is thing. this is the thing, Bills. We're not trying. To, I'm not. I, I, I can't speak for everybody here. I'm not trying to. Poo-poo, <laughs> I'm not trying to poop. I'm not the Ravens. I'm not. Yeah. I'm just saying. Keep your keep your reality in check because yeah. it's like it's not like the Ravens just ran through the the Forty Same thing with if the Forty ers play the Saints again. It's not like the 49ers are going to automatically beat the Saints because how they won that game. Don't get me wrong. That was a, that was a hell of a, a play by their tight end, Kittle. But it was like, look at the score. They won, They lost like about four points. Are we are we going to forget about the fact that the Ravens only beat the Bills by seven? When when Ravens Nation was talking so much trash about, oh, it's going to be a three-score game. We're going to cook them. The B- Bills won't be able to run the ball. Bro, this is not going to be an easy trip to the Super Bowl the way you're thinking it is. Uh, it's, it's really funny. not. Especially on the AFC, uh, on both sides. I'm not just saying AFC, on both sides. Yeah. The NFC look very tight, so it's going to be real compelling. Like I said, I see that it's hard to beat the Ravens, and I'm saying that against the Patriots. And, and I mean, I just know how inept the Patriots are on offense. They can do it because the Patriots are the Patriots. But it's just like you're looking at some of these teams, and like the only I don't know factors, like if you're, you got, if you're the Ravens, 49ers, if you're the Saints, and now I'll probably even put the Packers in there. It's like those four teams, it's like you don't know what you're going to get. It's not like either team is like going to blow another team out. And, I mean, and even in some cases, don't let Josh Allen learn how to throw the fucking football. If he learns how to throw the ball and be consistent, that team could be a dark horse. Okay, but Ravens Nation, you're talking about they came back late, but the point is they came back. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter what you do. Hey, look, look, look at Tim Tebow, what Tim Tebow did. Didn't do shit in the first three. And then they're winning the game, so it doesn't really matter what you do; it's how you finish. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just like that—that's a moot point. Like, oh, we dominated for for yeah, but yeah, big deal. You dominated Bills. for three quarters. Bills. <laughs> Bills, my Falcons dominated for three quarters. <laughs> right. Right. Look, look where they got us. They got right. us, they got us on memes all over the place with twenty-eight to three. Mind so, you, mind you, he's talking about he's talking about they dominated, and I got the scoreboard up right now. They scored three in the first quarter. The Bills held them three points in the first quarter. They held them the second, seven in the third, um, seven in the second, and seven in the fourth. You got three touchdowns in three quarters, bro. Like, like you I, weren't I, dominating. Like, 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 like I said, <laughs> like, like I, I'm dead serious about this, and I will I will stick with this. Don't let Josh Allen do a Joe Flacco on y'all. Because if, if he does, I'm, I'm dead serious. If he gets that accurate and actually learn how to throw the ball, the Bills are winning the Super Bowl. I, don't I, let the Bills, it. don't let the Bills challenge these dudes at the line and make them really get open and play off football and no. make more, make some tight ass throws and some tight. I mean, like J- Josh Allen's way better now than he even was in Week 14 when he played hey, y'all. Hey, oh. hey, hey, he said it was 24 to eight, like 20. Oh my! Like, God. like, like three ain't shit. Though. What did the game end? Hey, what did Bill. the game end, bro? Hey, Bill. Bill, he said it was 24 to eight, like 28 to three wasn't shit. Right. Yo, he said it was 24 to eight, but the game ended 24 to to 17. So that means that they came back on y'all, right? What are we talking about right now? All right, so so anyway, let's let's get back to. Sorry. Oh, all right. I, I, um, the last thing I'll say about the Patriots. This is the last thing I'll say. The last thing I'll say about the Patriots is this: 
I have seen worse offensive teams, like, you know, as far as the Patriots are concerned, in my lifetime that have made it to the Super Bowl. Hell, the last Giants team that we lost to in the Super Bowl, our offense was complete and utter shit, and we still made it there. So, like I said, we make it through this round. I can see us making the Super Bowl, but I'm not predicting us to make it through this round. So, there's that. Um, the next game is the Bills and the Titan, the Texans. I'm gonna take the Bills here. Mm. I kind of don't trust. Um, I, I still don't trust. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Deshaun Watson. I don't trust him at home as much as I do on the road. So I will not be surprised. I Bills. agree with that. I, don't, I I wouldn't be surprised if the Bills win. I'm taking the Bills as well. I got. to remember JJ Watts coming back. That might be an emotional boost more so than a physical boost. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I got Houston winning this. I I don't trust Buffalo as a squad in the playoffs. My only problem is my problem. If he gets if he gets accurate with his passes, you're talking about a totally different team. That team is very dangerous at their quarterback because he can already he he's very mobile, and and you know he's very good at running the ball with his you know he, he looks like he can't run but he can. But if he gets an arm and actually throw the ball and be successful at it, they're a very, very dangerous team. I think the issue is going to be the fact that um, the Bills have cornerbacks that can challenge the Texans at the line. And other than DeAndre Hopkins, who do you really have getting open on a consistent basis against man? But the Bills um, defense is that good too. So That's what I'm saying. And then, and then you're not going to really be able to run the ball that effectively against, the, against that front. So, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Bills. So, DJ, you're rolling – Alone on the Texans there. Yep. Yeah, I, I think I think the Bills. Are, I think the Bills will advance. Okay, and then uh, the NFC side on Sunday we got the Vikings and the Saints. Damn, there's gonna be a lot of fucking road upsets here. I got the Vikings. No, I'm, I'm taking Saints. I'm taking Saints. Uh, I, 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 Kirk I, I, Cousins I, I, has to show up. He I, has to in I, order for the Vikings to win. It's not even gonna matter if Dalvin Cook is playing or not. If they get a run game going, I Kirk Cousins they, has to show up. This is his second I, time in the first round of the playoffs and in the first round of the playoffs, and he needs to he definitely needs to show up for them to win. So I'm picking the Saints. I think the Vikings defense is good enough to stop the Saints, but I, I'm taking the Saints because I, I think just like what um DJ said, I don't think Kirk Cousins will show up, but if he does, they will win. But I, I just think the Saints will pull it off. I think this will be more about the Saints being choke artists than Kirk Cousins in the end. I can agree with that. That's why I say with the, when you're playing the defense as good as the Vikings, it, it's prime for them to choke. But I, I think that the Saints will pull it off. Mm. Um. Then the second game is the Seahawks and the Eagles. Mm. Ooh, I really want to take the Eagles here, but I'm not. The Seahawks will kill them. Oh wow! Damn. Really? <laughs> well, well, no, no lane, like no, it's a Lane Johnson, no Brandon Brooks. Mm-mm. I think I think the Seahawks is going to win by at least maybe fourteen. Something. Remember, they have Marshawn Lynch now. So, well, that, that's what I'm saying. No Lane Johnson, no Brandon Brooks. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I think the Seahawks going there and win by two. Percent. Yeah, I, I got the Seahawks winning this one. Yes. Yeah. It's it's about time to get the NFC East out of here. I'm like, it, I'm not get me wrong. I think we've done a great job with the little little bit of pieces, but you're talking about a team that's pretty much complete on both sides of the ball when it comes to the Seahawks. I, I'll, I'll, I'll take the Seahawks, but uh, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be rough though. It's not gonna yeah, be I don't see any It's gonna yeah. be rough. 
No, I, I, I'll take it. I'll take it. Point. Point. That home, that home crowd is going to carry the Eagles for that entire game. I mean, it's not I mean, well, I mean, because what, remember the Eagles what, are playing what, with a lot of second string, third string like players at wide receiver and maybe a lineman here and there. So we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I'm like I said. I, I, I'll be a little generous. I'll say ten points. <laughs> I'll say I'll say they'll win by ten. Um. Damn. Oh, so, yeah. Th- those are the picks. Um, I'm I'm excited. This is the first time I've really been excited about the playoffs in a while. Uh, it seems like they're pretty wide open in the AFC, pretty wide open in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever Super Bowl we get, for the most part, will be you know a pretty good one, at least on on paper. So you would think, yeah. yeah you would think. Um, you know, I think everybody's looking at the Ravens and the 49ers as the Super Bowl. I don't really think it's that cut and dry. No. I don't think mm-hmm. it's that cut and dry, but, I mean, they, they are the front runners. I will give them that. Yeah. I'd like to see Mahomes in the Super Bowl, but he has plenty of time. So, uh, once you start incorporating these teams with a bye. Let me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me tell you something about the Chiefs, honestly. I mean, it's nice to see him in the Super Bowl, but. Man, their defense, man. I I I, I still think I really their still defense think has been the hot as a, one and done. Like once they get in, they're, I, they're, they're, I mean, I'll say this, I think they're defense, one and done this say, year. I ain't gonna say their defense has been hot. I just say their defense has been better. I'll say that they've been better. I'll, I'll I'll make an early like I said that I think they're one and done. I think the early prediction is whoever they face, whoever they their opponent's gonna be the following week, they're gonna beat them. Like the Chiefs are gonna go down. So you can already lock me in for that too. The Chiefs get the higher seed. Whoever's left doesn't matter. It, that seed is gonna win. Uh, they, get, they get the higher seed, so it doesn't it doesn't bode in their favor. Either. I don't. I I don't. I think the Chiefs have every bit the chance of every other AFC team to go. Hell all the no, way. they don't. I think. <laughs> I think they definitely do. Fuck that. I think they definitely do. If it wasn't for Tyron Matthew, the motherfuckers would be out. Their defense has been playing well the past four weeks. Yeah, bro. but we're talking about the regular season defense versus the playoff defense. Yeah, but what I'm talking about is the defense getting hot at the right time of the season. Yeah, you're talking about a defense that last year put Eric Berry on uh, Gronk. For no hey, they, reason. Hey, they didn't. Hey, oh, like I said, they didn't get hot. They go. got better than what they was. It's like they were like they were like borderline trash. Now they're just below average. Damn. <laughs> nah, you forced it, bro. <laughs> you forced it. Oh, uh, Clemson, LSU, man, and, uh, national championship coming up. Um, so that's... Who, 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 who are we taking, and what are the X factors? Wait a minute. Well, we still got a whole week. Before Ooh. this game, yeah, because it's not until the thirteenth. When you when you said it was next week, I was like, nah, yeah. it's the week after next. Yeah, it is, it is. I thought it was this week. Yeah, we, can talk, we can talk about it. Both no, 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 weeks. no, yeah. no, we, no. I, we I don't can talk about it. it. No, I don't mind talking about it. But I was saying, yeah. let's, let's do some picks because I thought it was like on Monday, but no, it's next mm-hmm. Monday. Oh yeah, we yeah. won't do the picks. Let's just talk about um. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk yeah. about. It. That's fine. Talk about I the game. Yeah, I really thought it was this Monday. Seriously. No, nah, it's not. I don't know why they wait two weeks. But yeah, they did. They never did that. Yeah, before. they. Yeah, this is the first time it's been a two did week we, layoff in between. Did we talk about the game? We did talk about the. the we talked games, about right? the layoff. Oh. Yeah, we did. Because, no, I mean, no, I mean, did we, we were talk talking about, about it in terms of like, like I know I was talking about it in terms of uh, like the kids and the free time and how they get in trouble and then you wind up kids getting suspended and they can't play in the bowl games. You know, that's no, I mean, do we talk about the playoff games though? We, yeah, we, we, talk, yeah, we did. We, did. we talked about the picks. I can't remember who we picked though, but I do remember. Well, uh, my pick is out. Ohio State loss and um, 
I don't even know who I picked. In did we game. do the picks? I don't yeah. think we did. I think we did. Yeah, we went through. We 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 did the uh, the final four picks. Yeah, because I know I picked LSU, and I don't know if I picked Clemson or Ohio. Well, either yeah. way, I picked. I picked. I, I know I picked this game. Yeah, I picked I LSU, but you know I picked Ohio State on the other side, and yeah, that I can't was, remember who I. That's picked still some bullshit. I, yeah, like I said, I didn't have a dog in the fight, but um, that, that, yeah, refs took over that game. So. I think what we're looking at here is, well, first off, two dominant defenses. Right. Um, obviously, I mean, probably the two best quarterbacks in the nation. I don't think anybody's really going to debate that. Um, Pretty good run games on both sides. So, man, this game is really evenly matched, honestly. Mm. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's, it's – I, I don't think LSU is – as good as advertised, and I'm not saying that in a bad way. I don't think I just put like I don't think LSU is going to run through clips and like he did. Oh, no. No, 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 I don't, I'm not even sure they'll win, you know. You know, I, I'll say that. So, um, I think it's going to be a really good game. Um, I think this going to be this may be, yeah, I say mid scoring, probably 30s, maybe 20s. I don't think it's going to be anybody in the 50s. I, I would be highly surprised if that's the case. Do we see? Do we see LSU getting the pressure on Trevor Lawrence that Ohio State did? Because I don't think we do. I don't think I do. Um, I, LSU, I, LSU's strength is in their secondary, so I don't think Right, because, so. I mean, they were getting a lot of pressure on Trevor Lawrence in that first half. I don't see LSU getting that. It seems like their secondary, like you said, is the strength of their um, – yeah, you know, the strength, the strength of the team. Because one of the one of the DBs was hurt, and he's coming back for this game for LSU. So. The front played pretty well last game. Um, so, you know, but the, the thing with that was that they were getting these short fields with Oklahoma, so they were scoring well, pretty easily no, man, pretty I mean, you quickly. Also, you also have Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is able to make plays. Yeah. And that's why, that's why the score went up. It wasn't necessarily because – you know, um, the defense was actually doing their job. It's like, look, what happened was they did enough to stop, you know, the the passing game because the other team had no choice but to pass. Well, and they had a quarterback that couldn't throw the damn ball. Well, that's true. I knew Jalen Hurts couldn't throw when he was in Alabama. I don't know why everybody thought he could. Hey, look, look, you preached the choir with that one. Yeah, I've been knew that. It's like, that's why I was so frustrated with, like, how the hell Georgia let this man come in and beat them in the SEC championship. Like I don't, I don't get it. I don't. But uh, I don't give a damn about the Bulldogs. I'm still waiting for us to play them. You know, they're scared to play us. We try to schedule them, and they want, oh, we'll we'll play Indiana State instead. They're like, yeah, because you don't want that ass whooping, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, Georgia Southern took them to overtime in Athens. After that, they didn't want to schedule schedule shit with us no more, bitches. I just laugh. I just laugh at like all the Jalen Hurts apologists that is like, oh, well, look at his stats this year. It was the fucking Big Twelve. All the yeah, Big Twelve teams have gotten destroyed in in this in this bowl season. They've all been obliterated. I mean, for the every, most part. I mean, I mean, big everybody put up big stats in the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. If you don't, something wrong with you. You know. I mean, you got to think about it. Even what's his name? Who was the backup to RG3 that played the following year? Bryce Bryce Petty? Yeah, Bryce Petty. He put up numbers in the Big 12. You know what I'm saying? Everybody puts up numbers in the Big 12. Yeah, it's like, 
So everybody that was talking like Jalen Hurts is gonna come in and make this, you know, a competitive game. I'm like, him and what fucking arm? What? He's the same Jalen Hurts he was in Alabama. He's just wearing a different shade of fucking red. And I mean, I think with Clemson, you have a better team. You have you have a better running game. You know, you have a better passer. You have some receivers that can get open. And even if they're not open, they can physical enough to get the ball away from the from the defensive backs. So, and you have a defense that's always been a good defense. So. I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, I, like I said, we're going to reserve our picks until you know the next. What do they play Monday? Next, that follow. Well, we got two next Monday. Uh-huh. We got we got two podcasts until then, so mm-hmm. we'll 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 reserve that. So, um, before we get to David Stern, um, what do you think about this college football season overall? I mean, if anybody, I mean, I'm pretty sure y'all been following it. Uh, what do you what do you think about the season? Yay, nay, or I really haven't been following college football like that. Florida State hasn't been doing anything for quite some time, so y'all lost Western Kentucky. I'm like, what the fuck? How they they have to find some form of stability. It doesn't. It's not going to matter who they recruit. It's they have to find stability in their whole program. It's not even just like at the head coaching spot. I feel like they have to get a new athletic director. I don't know who's in there now, and it's just it's just a circus right now. So. I mean, I, I think that's a really good job to get if you get the right person in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you got the facilities, you got the location, you got the prestige. I mean, who wouldn't want to get, you know, Florida State back to where it used to be? It's like prime for it. It's like it, it's it's almost like the Cowboys job without the stupid ass owner. You know what I mean? Hmm. It, it, it's, it's just that good to have be at Florida State as far as I go. Um I think the season overall has been really good. You know, I've been following Georgia Southern. That that's basically been my college football. I think that when we lost to Minnesota in the final seconds of that game, it kind of it kind of set the tone for the rest of the season. I mean, I knew we went to LSU. I knew we wasn't going to win that game, but we should have beat Minnesota, and you know that would have been a big big turnaround for what we already have going on. I mean, I think we recruited pretty well, but we end up going seven and six. It kind of sucks. You know, we had a lot of offensive linemen hurt. Still no excuse, though, but it, it still hurts that, you know, Minnesota goes on to be a top-10 team. They beat Auburn in their bowl, you know, actually convincingly, and they actually beat Penn State. And, you know, they beat all these good teams that are actually good, and, you know, we we were, like, right there. It just shows you how good our program actually is. It just, it just sucks that we did not beat them, so. Um, but overall, the season was actually pretty good. I'm, I'm actually, you know, I, I was, I was entertained. What about you, Bills? Yeah, I think, I think we saw the emergence of a lot of NFL-ready players on the offensive side of the ball, from Jonathan Taylor to Justin Herbert. Uh, played exceptional against Wisconsin. Hey, that receiver, um, that receiver out of um of Georgia, George Pickens is pretty good too. He's a monster. Um. You know, you got the the tours, obviously, but um, Lawrence, who can't come out yet, and uh, Burrow, I mean, are two quarterbacks that can go in the NFL and immediately make a difference, it seems. Then you got Fromm, who's a question mark, and like I said, Herbert. It's going to be an interesting draft next year for quarterbacks, but I think all – I think both of them, Burrow and Herbert, can make an immediate impact – Jonathan Taylor is a guy to watch out for. He seems like his game really fits the next level. DeAndre Swift is another running back that just declared too. 
Yep, Swift. Uh, you got Chase Young coming out. Yeah. Um, that's another so, running back that's coming out too. J.K. Dobbins out of Ohio State. He's yep, that's another one. So, yeah, you got you got a lot of offensive talent that played really well in the big games. Um, I think the biggest question mark, like I said, is Jake Fromm. I I I, I don't know what to make of him honestly well, from game to game. I, I just I I can't. I, mean, I can't figure uh, out because one game he looks like an NFL ready quarterback. Next thing you know, he looks like he needs another year of college. That's what I'm saying. It's like I just don't, I don't know what to make of him. So it's going to be interesting to see what situation he's drafted into. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think overall, really good season. It's nice to see Alabama not in the playoff and see their fans shut the. Oh fuck yeah, up what a relief that was. Yeah, I think it's all long overdue. We we needed to see somebody different. And for them to lose the way they lost, they lost the game. Still, it's still prices. Right, right. So it's good to see that. Um, Bills, I know you're more a basketball guy than I am. I'm gonna let you take the wheel on David Stern and his passing. Yeah. Um, you're talking about a guy that arguably saved the NBA during that era, and of course, he was assisted by Magic Johnson and. Larry Bird and later Michael Jordan, but I mean, you look at a guy that really changed the way the NBA operated. I didn't agree with a lot of the things he did, but nonetheless, I think he left the game in a really good place. And, you know, it's sad for his family and everybody who knew him, but uh, I think his legacy will be one of, uh, you know, they'll look back and it'll be a positive one. He was the commissioner during the golden era of the NBA. The, the era that everybody remembers most fondly. So, um, yeah, my condolences to his family and friends. And, um, yeah, just a sad day in the NBA, honestly. Yeah. I, I look back at some of the things that he's actually done when he was trying to, you know, do the dress code thing and giving people I and mean, making sure that players were available to the uh, to the media and some yeah. other things that he tried to put in place so the NBA looked more like a – a professional league because in the eighties it was like you know it wasn't as close to professional as it is now. I mean, they're and worse in the seventies. Half the damn league was on crack. Right, that's what I'm saying. And then, then you know, and the the whole Lynn Bias situation kind of put a stop to that. But you know, that's another story for another day. Yeah, that would that that hurts a lot of people locally here in the DMV. Yeah, like that's that. Right, yeah, that yeah. was the next big thing. I'm like, hey, I'm like, if you think about it, Lynn Bias hadn't have done that. Michael Jordan, who it would have been him. It would have been him versus Jordan between Boston versus Chicago. That would Celtics have been fans, nice. yeah. Celtics fans think about it a lot too. Um, yeah, he was drafted by the Celtics, right? Yep. Yeah, Larry Bird was. Yeah. Oh, that would have been he, nasty, bro. He was hurt yeah. when that happened. Yo, that would have been nasty. Just come to think about it, Bias, Bird, Parrish. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, he would have been straight. <laughs> but yeah, you think about you think about one thing that happened. I mean, I guess every commissioner in the NBA has had some sort of bad scandal happen under their watch, except for Adam Silver as of yet. I guess the China thing kind of, but that's kind of withered away. But you know, when you think David Stern, of course, part of his legacy is gonna be that entire Tim Donaghy thing that happened. That and and, and um, oh, and, and Bill, no, your favorite thing that what? probably happened under him that 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 mysterious Jordan suspension. I think the thing about the thing about his is more like 
yeah, there were scandals, but he handled it the right way. Oh, yeah, he handled like, it very you know, well. The, the way you know. he handled the Jordan situation, and we're, we're not even talking about the Magic Johnson HIV thing. Like, yeah. when that was a big one, people were literally scared to, like, really play basketball at one point. He handled that very well. The Tim yeah. Donahue thing was, like, kind of, like, blindsided him. But even with that, I think he handled it to the point where people didn't even look at the NBA funny. Even when Tim Donahue, you know, pretty much put out his story, it was like, yeah, your dirty ass is cheating, but I'm going to still watch these games. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I think overall, you know, Before you go, Bill, yeah. like, let's say if that happened in baseball or in football, that could have possibly took down the league for a couple of years. Could mm-hmm. you imagine something like that happened under, you know, uh, Robert Goodell's watch? See, the Ray Rice situation started that. It almost did it. You said exactly. So if you had like you found out the replacement refs um was already bad as it is. Oh find god. Out that, find out that the actual refs were actually betting on games. It, you you could have had a setback in it because he because Roger Goodell just wasn't the type that can handle something like that. David Stern did a great job of handling situations. You know? And I think I think more importantly. He realized that um, a couple of things. One, it's a player's league. It has to be a player's league in order for casual fans to come in. They need somebody to attach to. They need somebody to say, okay, I don't care about the rest of these teams perhaps, but this guy I have to watch. So that's where the Michael Jordans came in. And like I said, everybody thinks I say that, you know, they think it's a knock when I talk about Michael Jordan the way I do as far as like, you know, how hyper hyperbolic they talked about him back in them days. But it's what they had to do. They had to build a star. They had to build a larger-than-life character, and he understood that. Same with Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. They understood, look, we need these games live on television. We don't need to be having our NBA Finals, the championship of our league, to be on tape delay. He yeah, you got to understand. understand. When he first came in the league, that's how it was. He wanted to yeah. take that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he did. He understood that it was a player's league. It's still a player's league. I think he was a bit more optics driven as a commissioner than Adam Silver is. Adam Silver ca- kind of has an unapologetic um, feel Silver. about the league where it's like he doesn't really so much care about how people perceive the league from the perspective I, of I, like. I think it's the opposite. I think I think Adam Silver has a little bit of SJW in him. <sighs> I don't know. I think I think well, he did make that one statement about uh I don't know what was it about the coach coaching staff or was it the referees where it was like the owner or the, the governor thing? Oh yeah, that was yeah, but that that's that's a time that's that's like sort of like a going with the times bullshit, you know, whatever. But I'm talking about as far as like overall how he is the how he acts as the commissioner of the league, he really is into the players being individualistic and being able to show up to work in a comfortable fashion, not you have to show up and wear I, a fucking I, 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 suit I, and a tie and I, all that bullshit. Now, to, an extent, now, to an extent, I don't agree with that. I do. I did like the fact how David Stern had them coming to the, the games in suits, only for the only for the. I mean, I understand like after the game, if you want to wear what you want to wear, like or whatever the case may be. Not not press even in press conferences, whatever you still got on your uniform. But I think with. The, the three-piece suits coming in the game, I think it actually shows a, a level of professionalism that some younger kids can – at the end of the day, they can relate to regardless because that's their favorite player. So I, I, I'm, I'm there for that because I, I, to, I understand you want to wear what you want to wear, but, you know, the, the stuff that Russell Westbrook used to wear, like, come on. You know what I mean? Like, really? 
it was a little bit over the top. I don't want to see you, you know, you got all this money in the world, you're wearing like, you know, a bed sheet and some raggly pants to come to the game. You know, it's just well, that was the, that was the two thousands that they really did that all in. Yeah, true. Bills jumped. Yeah, because they were coming in with the with the what was what was that one song? Uh, in my white tee, and it was this big yeah. oversized bed yeah, sheet that people were wearing as a t shirt. Right, right. Bills just dropped. I don't know what happened to him last night. Uh oh. Got him. He's back. Okay, there he is. My fault. Fucking Wi Fi just randomly shut off. You said your wife said something. What? <laughs> well, I, ran, I ran already going with the attacks. Cyber attacks. Oh, right. Here we go. I know. Right? <laughs> um, but no, I mean, you know, it's just. I mean, I, I get it. Don't get me wrong. I get the identity thing, but it's like, I think there's a, I think there's somewhat of a time and place where I do, I, I did love watching the guys coming in their suits. I thought it was a level of professionalism and like it was somewhat of a privilege to be. NBA player and it showed mm. it showed that professionalism. I I, I did like I that. think it was because I, I, of the 2000s. I swear the way they I were think, coming in 2000s, it was like they were coming in off the street and it's nothing think, against the street wear, but it's just like we're not in the streets anymore. Well, you know what the other thing was is I think David Stern looked at the pushback that people had at Allen Iverson being the face of the league, and that was the beginning of getting rid of that. Yeah, yeah, I can agree. I totally can. I can agree with that. I oh yeah, they, I, I, I will agree with that too because yeah. Allen Iverson was at the forefront, and and it's like he really didn't do anything wrong. It's just no, he, didn't. he was just himself. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't have a problem with them the way they come to the, the to to the games now. Yeah, I have a problem with some of this stuff now. <laughs> Some of that stuff is I don't have the problem with the idea of it, but some of the clothes that they're wearing is all is, is out of out of space. But I, I did like like I said, out I did of airspace. Like, <laughs> I did like I did like them coming to the games in their suits. I, I, I thought that was pretty cool, honestly. But um um it, to, it was the, one thing that David Stern uh I didn't even know happened. He was being interviewed by Jim Rome. <laughs> And Rome was asking him about the fix was in for the uh, NBA draft lottery, which I think we kind of talked about in passing mm-hmm. about it being fixed. And he was like, "You stopped beating your wife yet?" <laughs> I was. I remember that. And then the guy was like, uh, "Jim Rome was like, well, I don't think that's fair to even talk about." And David Stern was like, "Oh, that's interesting." Because <laughs> I just said the same no, thing when you asked me about no, the draft. I was no, like, I don't like, think that's fair to talk about. Yo, like that, seriously, like there's no right or wrong answer to that question. Do you beat your wife? It's like it's nothing you can say to like get yourself out of under that umbrella. It's like right. you know, it's like you can't say yes, no, or whatever. It's like, you know what? <laughs> You're just fucked up. So another thing we have to talk about is um how much the league expanded. Under his tenure, too, you know, they added about oh, three yeah. or four expansion teams. Yeah. Let's see, Toronto, so he, Vancouver. Yep. Yeah, they, were, they were actually pretty adamant uh, about getting players from overseas as well. Yep. Toronto, Vancouver, yeah. um, Charlotte. They, they, they moved changed Char- the branding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, they moved I, Charlotte. And what was it? Uh, who was in? They moved them to initially to New Orleans. No, was no, it, no. Or was that no. Oklahoma? Charlotte moved them. No, 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 no. Charlotte. No, I'm saying Charlotte moved during Charlotte that. Charlotte moved to Oklahoma. No. 
Damn it. Char- okay, okay. Charlotte oh. Hornet. The Charlotte Hornets moved to New Orleans for oh, years. Charlotte yeah. did, Charlotte didn't have a team at all. Then right. they brought the Charlotte Bobcats back. And the Bobcats uh-huh. yeah. brought his name back. Mm-hmm. The Oklahoma City team. Uh, nice they were Seattle. Hold on, hold on, wait a minute. What? Didn't the Charlotte yeah, they were the New Orleans Hornets. No, 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 no. Didn't the Charlotte Hornets play in Oklahoma City at one point? No, because I because no. I, 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 no, I can I can picture Chris Paul with the Oklahoma City Hornets jersey on. No, okay, OKC OKC um all the Seattle players went straight to OKC. I do know that. I do yeah. know that. So where's the what? Why did Chris Paul have an Oklahoma City jersey that looks like a Hornets jersey? I know that's I know that's out there. I know I'm not tripping. No, they were um. They were the New Orleans Hornets, but that was after they had moved, and then the oh, Bobcats. You know, you know what? Um, was when he was playing in New Orleans, isn't that when the flood occurred? Yeah, and Katrina. They yeah, Katrina. And they moved. They, okay, and then they were playing right. Oklahoma City because right. of the flooding. Yeah, that's right. why right. Katrina happened. That's what it was. Okay, yeah. I know it wasn't tripping. I had to think about that. I before. was thinking about it too. I, 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 I did initially say they were in Oklahoma City. It was like yeah. they were in Oklahoma City for a reason because the team was New Orleans. Because I, I, I remember, I remember Chris Paul wearing an Oklahoma City jersey, but it looked mm-hmm. like a Charlotte Hornets jersey. That's what I was wondering. So let me let me just dig into my conspiracy theory hat just for a second here, oh okay? Because I'm reading, everybody I'm reading put this. on your tinfoil hat. Yeah, everybody put on tinfoil hats because I'm I'm just I'm, I'm reading this here and it says, um, you know, Adam Silver when he when he retired, David Stern, he said Adam Silver called him one of the founders of the modern sports marketing now if we think about all the dynasties that happened under his watch and then we think about like this era now there was a lot of fixing going on back then yes yeah there was a lot of there was a lot of keep jordan on top going on back then there was a lot of keep the lakers and celtics on top going on back then didn't the didn't the draft uh go from televised to non-televised non-televised yep Yep, it did the lottery went uh at first, it was untelevised, and then they said, "Well, we'll figure out a way to rig this." No, they, uh, <laughs> in front of people. No, they televised the lottery, but they won't. Te- they won't show you the probability balls. Well, now, well, yeah. Now they, now they did it even worse. Where now they, I think they pick like behind closed doors, mm-hmm. right? And then, and then, then, then they come out and reveal it. Yeah, they come out and reveal it. Right? They like they do everything behind yeah. closed doors. You know, it's funny but because it's actually it. more. You know, it's funny. It's actually more interesting to view the draft in NBA 2K in the offseason for my Much league more. than it is in a, re- a real right. life NBA. Right. I mean, you have your probabilities and then you have and then that is funny for my league is more for for the video game is more appropriate to not have something shown. And then you just see a random picks based on probability versus in real life. I, I need to see the 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 whatever they did beforehand and they draw from that. I need to see that just to know it's not fixed. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I, I think that's something that I think that's something that we've been wanting a long time ago to see transparency in that. Yeah, since so two thousand seven, uh, Mr. Stern was dealing with one of the most difficult challenges of his stewardship when FBI investigation revealed that Tim Donaghy had bet on games which he had officiated. Mr. Stern also remained a pariah in Seattle for his role in allowing the Supersonics to relocate. Oh, um, yeah. That's that's that that. That stings because I like I wasn't a fan of the Sonics, but you know when the Bulls went to the finals and they played the Sonics, you couldn't pick a better place to play an NBA championship at. 
then he answered a question about um vetoing that trade. Oh, yeah. And then he said, too. I did it because I was protecting the then Hornets. No team sells or trades a future Hall of Famer without the owner signing off, and I was the owner's rep. Um, he said that he didn't do a great job of explaining it at the time. No, let's call it what it was. You knew the trade. <laughs> that you rejected the trade because of the fact that an entire fan base would be alienated and have no reason to watch basketball. Call it what it was. Mm-hmm. And he didn't want to call it that because that would be looked at as, well, shit, that's halfway rigging the fucking league. You're overriding a trade that will make L.A. a clear contender. Now, of course, you know, there's a lot of controversy about, well, look what trade ended up getting Pau Gasol to the Lakers. Who the fuck would make that trade? He's talking about trading the Hall of Famer. You traded Pau Gasol for Kwame Brown. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> so that was sort of, in my opinion, a makeup call. Like, well, I shouldn't have overrode that trade. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I think a lot of and, and then, of course, there are the the crazy penalties he handed down for the brawl at the palace. Mm. Um, some guys got 70 something fucking games. I, I, I'm not going to say that the penalties wasn't justified, but uh, I, I wasn't mad at him. A season long, bro. That, that whole scene was crazy. Though. It was like, insane. He had to do something. Had to do something yeah, and, that's, and that's the thing behind it. It wasn't like that wasn't necessarily justified. You got to understand that something like that really never happened to that scale. So it was like yeah. it was gonna be it was gonna be it was gonna be jacked up either way. Yeah, I tell you what was crazy, and Bill, as you saw this, mm-hmm. it getting ejected in the first minute. Right, I, I, saw, I saw that bullshit just now. Oh, um, you know that, what? Right there, I, I'm glad you said that. I want to talk about that on Tuesday. Okay, not just it, but the 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 rise of fans thinking that they they can do shit like this. Oh yeah, you mm-hmm. know, I, I, mean, I was going to do that this episode, but I was like, nah, I want I was going to. Throw that on Tuesday. No, wait a minute. Didn't we kind of talk about that? In the we talked about it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it a little bit, but it's like it's still like not not necessarily ongoing, but it's like getting worse. Well, in in this situation with it, it was oh, the yeah. fact there was a it was a play on the. He side means the one that happened tonight. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the one. Yeah, yeah. Because what happened? Um, he's getting tied up with um with Carmelo, and they're ru- they're running. The ref is right there. They're running into the ref. It looked like he just reached out so he wouldn't fall. And the ref, you know, takes the brunt of it. And then he, the ref takes it as, oh, you touched me. You out of here. Oh, like, oh, what? oh so, so like that, like that Eastern Michigan quarterback. Who Yo, did he do that in front of Ted Leonsis? <laughs> no, nah, that wasn't Ted in the front row. But y'all didn't see when, um, when Mike Glass punched that um, ref, right? No, Nick, you know what? No, he didn't punch the ref. He he, hit the, he, he flicked. No, 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 no. I saw that in slow motion. He hit the uh, brim of the hat. He flinched. like He did like an entire fly. Dude, like, you know, oh, what the hell just happened? I'm watching this IT video. I don't know, bro. What, about him at the IT, end? IT shoved. He pushed him, bro. Now, look. I get it. I get it. It might be soft, but he pushed him. He pushed that rough. But he definitely a, pushed that rough. Not enough to get an ejection. Maybe you, attack. Bro. Maybe attack. I not enough know, to the way he's pushing him. Nah. Uh-uh. I don't know, that, that's bro. Too, no, that's, 
Because the ref's standing right there, and I can see IT being frustrated, and he's like, I mean, and then at the but, same but, time, he's being pushed towards the ref. But you well, know just, you can't touch the refs, and he made it clear he so was pushing him. Got the way. Well, he's standing, he, he's no. standing over there like. DJ, it'd be different if he held his hands up to like brace or maybe hold the ref so he can hold himself up. He literally pushed the ref. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it now. He, he, he can't Come on. You, you can't do that. No, you can't do that. I, I, that's soft. I would have given him a pass. <laughs> soft. You it is soft. Yeah, I would have given him a pass. I get what you're saying, but you got to understand. You can't. It's not, it's, not, it's not him pushing another player. He's right. Him. Yeah, but he's being pushed rest. into the but ref. That's, that's no, not no, the situation at hand. What do you expect? Not. He placed his hand initially on the ref. DJ. And then the that's not why and then the ref. That's not why he did it, though. You're saying he got pushed into the ref, and I'm telling you, that's not why he, he did get ref. pushed into the ref. But what I'm saying is, the result was a transference of energy. Oh, okay. Let me tell you what I saw. I saw him get close up on the ref, and I saw his he arm. Pushed him. He pushed him. Him. All you saw was him get close, like he did it on his own. He extended his, his, arm extended. his hands. They were on the sideline. The there were fans right there on okay. the sideline. Okay. Uh, so now, you expect so if if he would have just ran into him and the ref would have fell, that would have been okay. There was no I, momentum. I, Look at that, DJ. There was a yeah, lot of momentum. Look at who was pushing him. Carmelo was all over him. Look at it. Even if he did run into the ref incidental, he wouldn't have went nowhere. It was still. Here's a couple things. You're first underestimating off, inertia? First off, really? Okay. Okay. All right. All I know is if he just, ran into him instantly, like you said he did, he, just, he never got it. So, so this was football. Two he passed here. the fence, right? There's two things here. That, that, <laughs> oh, well, do you really want to go there? No, no. Hold on. Just ask him. Hold on. Hold on. excited about There's a couple things here. First off, he wasn't getting pushed. They both had their hands on the ball. Carmel was at no point pushing him. Secondly, if he was getting pushed into the ref and he got pushed into him accidentally, he would have said, my fault, I shoved you and helped him up. He pushed him and then looked at him and was like, hot, you're throwing me out for that? Because he was automatically getting ready to toss him the moment he, he made contact him. with him. He shoved oh, him. Now. Come on now. You think he was going to get... You no, think... he was... No, you know what? No, you know what? DM, was... I got an easy way to settle this. I'm going to send this shit to the DM. You uh, put this on video, and I want everybody in the chat to look no, at this. I got it. I got it. I got it right here. I want. I want y'all to see this, and you tell it's me what y'all saw. I would give. I would give an IT a tech for that. He should have got ejected for that. Okay. Get, no, I, he should have got a tech. It's no. It's no. I've seen LeBron do the same thing and get nothing. He ain't never shot me. I'm serious. I've seen LeBron do the same thing and get nothing. y'all let me know what y'all think when y'all see this. All right, what do y'all? What do y'all see, chat? Keep just keep letting it loop. Do it look like he pushed him or not? Cause it look like he pushed the shit out of him. <laughs> right. Yeah, bitch ass ref. And then thought he would go ahead, show it again. <laughs> he pushed they him. both have their hands on the ball. Yeah, but you and Melo's like Melo still has his hand on what? the ball, so he still you saw him move his leg to go oh with the flow. His arm extended, DJ, DJ, come on, bro. Come on, DJ. He should have gotten just a tech for that. You don't. That's a tech. You don't touch a ref, DJ. He was being pushed in that direction. Carmelo but was he didn't the ball, have and he was fighting on, for the Okay, ball. let's see the Bills, chat. Hold on. Bills, hold on, hold on. He, he wasn't even pushing the direction. He he's right. Right. what? Right. Oh, you now, need to tell look, 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 Carmelo look. is 
still moving in the same direction. Oh. They're still moving even oh, afterwards. No, they no, no. I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead, BF. Let's look at this loop again. Let's look at it again. We are looking at this loop. This here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here's the loop. All right. Watch. Okay, here they go. Boom. 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 He's not being pushed at this point. And he because you froze the picture. Why is he Stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. No, you have to continue to play because it continues. Hold on, DJ. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's stop right this freeze frame. How's Carmelo pushing Thomas right there? Where's his not. He's not. He's holding on to the ball. He's holding, he's on, ball. holding on to the he's ball. He's holding so on to the, the ball. The, the, okay, now, now, the inertia from the fight is causing now, momentum now, now to I'm go gonna, towards the referee. Now, now I'm going to play it, and you're going to watch his arm. Watch when it. Watch when he watches arm. Now, I'm not denying arm. his arm. I'm saying he should have at least got attack. At the most, got attack. But play it. He shot them. Come on. DJ, come on, bro. I know it. I know he played for Washington, but you got to stop. No, him. no, it's not even that. It's not even about DJ. That. I, don't even, I don't even believe you even threw that in, bro. Look, at I'm this. just saying this because we seen refs do this real quick. There was very little moment. What if he was trying to grab him to keep him from falling? Then he would have grabbed him There's by a lot his of arms. In this. I'm, How do you? No, wait, wait. No, no, no. You no, mean no, to tell me that that, that every, if you're in that okay, if you're in that DJ, same no, I'm, I'm asking this. If you're in mm -hmm. that same situation, mm -hmm. and your momentum, a long player was going towards the referee. Referee standing right there. It's not moving. Uh huh. Mind you, there's fans behind the ref too. Mm -hmm. So he puts his arm out. Mm -hmm. It looked like he went to grab. Now, 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 here's my thing, DJ. Right? Let's say he was going to grab him. I wouldn't try to grab him by his chest, I'd grab him by his arm. That's you. That's cool. No, 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 no. He pushed him, bro. He pushed him, man. Come on, it's okay. It wasn't worth an injection at the end of the day. It wasn't worth an injection. Okay. You can't touch the ref, really. Like I no, said, I can't. see LeBron put place his hands on the ref, and LeBron's still in the game. Come on. Well, he shouldn't be. Shit. But he. But yeah. No, there you go. So let's be consistent. LeBron should be going. I see, see. I believe in. Consistency. Wait, but when did LeBron do but this that, though? That inconsistency. I don't know, but I'm just saying if LeBron did, he should have at the most gotten a tech for that. See the whole the whole you don't time. I'm not, I'm not denying he but you. The whole thing is all placing your hands on the ref. He initially, the ref started to make the call as he placed his hand on him. Because like he, he had his hand on him, he started making the call. Because he saw he was shoving him. But he started, he started the call when he started to place place his hand on his chest. Hey, um, I'm supposed to be no. doing. A I'm supposed to be doing another stream in, in like four minutes, but I, I know it's gonna be later. <laughs> I know I I, I kind of knew At it was most he should have gotten attacked. But um that that was not worth it. Bro. If you're not gonna throw LeBron James out for the same thing, then I'm trying to find out when LeBron shoved the ref. Your guess is good as mine, DJ. I mean, Bills, I don't they know. Had, no, I'm just saying, but I am saying I am saying it, it, was wasn't like, it wasn't egregious. My thing like, is LeBron did it, he should be attacked. So I will agree with that. I'm just looking and seeing the fact he didn't have to shove the ref, bro. Well, yeah. he didn't have to be like pushed in that direction Momentum carried both him and Melo. So if they were fighting for the ball. How did he get an arm free to push that damn ref? Though? Because the ref blew the whistle. 
He didn't blow the whistle until he didn't blow the whistle until he got shoved. No, the ref blew the whistle because you see, uh, what's the name was calling for jump ball. So, but what I'm saying the is, the moment they the moment they stopped is when the whistle initially blew. But they weren't they were still it. moving in that direction. Like I said, like, all, moment, all I'm saying. All I'm saying is you don't put yourself in that position. Forget, what? Uh, okay, you got Carmelo. All right, and, we're gonna we're gonna, close, we're gonna we're gonna close it out, man. That man, it's okay, it's okay, man. He, I'm he, just saying, he there, there's more games in the season. I'm soft by the ref. And she got tossed, and there was no reason for that. All she was doing was placing her hand out. And then, oh, All right, I found manner, so wrong. He said she got so nothing. Yeah, that because was it, happened really on the, it, it happened in the WNBA. You know, just the way he said, he's like, she got tossed. That's so nasty. <laughs> <laughs> and you're the one thinking about it. Let's close the shit out, man. <laughs> Hey, that's just so, hey, you're the one that's thinking that way. I am. I, I can't. Yeah, it's bad. It's just bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you're the one thinking. Um, this was episode 107. I'm glad that people showed up on a Friday. I'm glad that everybody enjoyed. Thanks for all the feedback. And um, I'm gonna go ahead and get my stream up in about 20 minutes after we finish this. I'm gonna play with my uh. Oakland Raven. Uh, Oakland. Oh, okay. what, what are you about? Okay, all right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was a really bad time to pause them. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm multitasking, man. I'm sorry. Man. I'm, I'm sure you are. <laughs> <laughs> my son, he's about to uh, he's about to fall pass out right here. Oakland he Raven. Yeah, he he's been, he's been pretty sleepy. That's why, but he's been a, he's been a um trooper. Um, I'm gonna play with uh. Oakland Raiders gonna play against the Ravens in Madden 08. It's been a pretty good series for both NCAA and Madden 08. And um, we'll get that started right after I get this done. Um, uh, Tuesday we're gonna got a couple topics I want to talk about, and uh, we'll we'll discuss those at a later time. I put them out on social media. Hey, um, share this um episode with people, man, so they can look at You know, I've been I've been sharing the last episode. I've been pretty getting pretty good feedback throughout iTunes and. Um, I did make the application for um, Google uh, Podcasts again, so I'm waiting for them to uh, hit me back. I also did Spotify as well, and they, I had to resend that one. So I'm waiting for them to let me know so everybody can listen on different. Um, Spotify needs to if they got if they got one of my friends' podcasts on on there. Yeah, I mean they they, they, they just pretty much that. talk about like anything and and everything. So there's no reason why we can't be on. Uh, yeah, a, they just never got back to me. They didn't say yay or nay or nothing. They just never got back to me. So, um, but yeah, I'm gonna get on that probably like I said about 20, 30 minutes. I'm gonna get my son together and call it a night for him, and I start that. Uh, so, Bills, what you got? Uh, thanks for coming through, and um. Yeah, we'll see y'all on Tuesday. Okay. Yeah, and go go Pats, even though I have no faith in y'all. Mm. Hey, man, they might pull it off. What about you, DJ? Oh, I'd like to thank everybody in the chat for stopping by. Doug, again, thank you for coming by the live stream yesterday. State of K2. So I definitely appreciate you coming through. I uh, appreciate everybody coming through. And for the record, I know IT, yeah, you may have, he may have shoved them. But that was not worth an ejection. Oh, my God.
<laughs> you should make a video about it. You like so. Ass- I don't need to make a video about about it. I, I've spoken. That's all. Hey I'm man, talking. twenty one said the upload button. I said what work, I though. said. No. Oh. <laughs> all right, y'all. Um. Hey, listen. Not only this, man. I, I'll be streaming again on on Saturday as well. Um. I'll probably be doing more than just a nine o'clock stream. So I might be doing some other stuff. Um, hey man, let's not talk about that, King David. No, we're not talking. Matter of fact, I'm doing a video on that FIU ass whooping because um, oh, on in my NCAA um dynasty, man, we got shellacked by FIU. Won the first five games, end up losing by like forty something points against FIU. So we, damn, that happened on a stream. Yeah, it was it was rough, bro. It was rough, man. My shit. team was not ready. I need to watch that shit. Yeah, man, my offensive line just got killed, man. Because the thing is. NCAA 07 and NCAA 08. NCAA 07 and NCAA 08 is like really big on momentum. If you catch the momentum, you can dominate the game. Well, the first play of the game, they run the ball back for a touchdown on the first kickoff. Never recovered from there. So um, Hmm. it's um, the games are really good, you know, and um, uh, we're going to jump on that. Uh, We're going to, we got to bounce back because we play number 25 clips in next, which that will Uh be. that's that's supposed to be our quote unquote bounce back game. So, uh, we'll be there and uh, catch us on Saturday. Um, catch the stream on Saturday. I'm gonna probably finish up Modern Warfare three. So, um, no, I'm, I'm not doing the NCAA fourteen series. I just don't find the game as compelling to do a stream. The game is fun. I just don't find it streamable. Now we right. NCAA fourteen. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, we'll see you guys Tuesday. Catch me on the stream in a few minutes, probably about 20, 30 minutes. So I'll see y'all guys later. Peace. Peace. Peace out. Watching Nationals, World Series champs. You know.